welcome to the 14th episode of the Radiant Black Podcast. This is a podcast focused on the Radiant Black series by Kyle Higgins, Marcel Costa, Michael Basudel, and Becca Carey. I'm joined today by my friends uh, Ali and Radiant Matt. How's everyone doing today? Doing great. We got a new episode of uh, our new issue of Radiant Black to talk about, which is always fantastic. And the series uh, never fails along with this one. So uh, I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, I'm doing good. Another good issue. Great covers. I'm excited to talk about it with you guys. Yeah, let's do it. So, Rainy Black number 11, obviously, we had a huge issue, last issue, a monumental issue with Rainy Black number 10. So, before we dive into it, there have been uh, a few developments in the Rainy Black universe and just in the black market narrative in general. So, I'll share what Kyle shared with us and what everyone else has shared. First of all, first of all before we get into it, we've got a giveaway announcement and we've already picked the giveaway winner for the, uh, the first Rainy Black podcast giveaway where we're going to give away... The Trade Paperback Volume 1. We're going to announce the winner at the end of the episode, so stick around and find out who won. And I drew Radiant Black inside the cover. It's really good. It's not at all a stick figure. You're going to love it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a few announcements this month. First of all, we've got a Radiant Red series, which is fantastic, by um, the same creative team who gave us Radiant Black issue number six. We've got writer Cherish Chen, artist David Lafuente, colorist Mikel Muerto, lettering by Diego Sanchez, and of course, the editing and designing by Michael Basudo. So very excited for um, this, uh, this series. We anticipated this back a few months ago. We were very excited for the anticipation of it. You know, to, it, it was a welcome surprise. Obviously, during Christmas, Kyle just came like Santa into... He was Radiant Santa, actually. We got Radiant Red. I mean, Radiant Green should have been announced, too, just for the full Christmas effect of both colors. But yeah, it's exciting to see them get that. Will uh, Radiant Red pay her bills? Will Owen continue being the worst? I mean, who knows? I assume he will continue being the worst, though. And I'm looking forward to it. Good team. Yeah, and that's not the only gift that uh, Kyle brought on his Cosmic Slave. He also got (laughs) us uh, some nice, super massive um, pages from colorist Igor Monti. Uh, I believe the artist asked French Francesco Mana, but Igor Monti did the coloring of, in some of the in the pages, and they're amazing. So, or he might have been co-artist. I'm not 100% sure on that, but we'll find out soon enough. So check out uh, Supermassive. Make sure you pre-order that coming out February 2nd. It's uh, interestingly enough, I read this and I thought this would be an interesting uh, controversial point to add to uh, this week's podcast, this month's podcast episode. So. In an interview with Matt Groom, the writer of Infernal Glow Reddit, he says that so Supermassive is set after the graphic novel despite being released first. We orchestrated it this way because the graphic novel is very much the origin of the character, so we're instead using Supermassive as a bit of a hint at what's to come in the graphic novel, but even what might come, uh, but even what might come, what might come after. So it's less about there being little cute tie-ins and more that the readers of Supermassive will get big important clues about IGR's future and the future of this massive verse in general. So it looks like originally the design was Inferno Girl Red's first appearance was going to be. Inferno Girl read the, the trade paperback or hard hardcover, whatever it is that uh, people who back the Kickstarter are, were going to get. But now that Supermassive is coming out before, uh, while it, not, it might not be the chronological first appearance, it is going to be the first appearance of Inferno Girl Red. Like the free so. comic book day slip up with yeah, Spider-Man. There. <laughs> exactly. But it's kind so, of like Black Panther. We saw him in Civil War and then we got his backstory later on Black Panther. So it's a nice little like taste. Yep, so uh, for me, this is the first comic book appearance of Inferno Go Red. So good luck, everyone, hunting those uh, supermassive number ones. 
Uh, and there's a lot of cool covers. Make sure you're on the lookout. You know, she's just right there on almost every single cover with the rest of the team. That should That's be FOC a, for next week, right? Yeah, it should be. Or maybe this week. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it comes out February 2nd. Yeah. yeah, it should be very soon. So everyone be on the lookout. Get your super massive orders in. They are $5.99, I believe, for um, number one. And there's a lot of stores who are doing a 30% discount, uh, FOC discount if you pre-order it. So make sure you get those in with your shops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, another um, awesome announcement this month is we just recently, you know, it's a good time we, we, we actually delayed the drop of the episode a few days after the issue came out because we got all the announcements right after and <laughs> we got Radiant Black issue number 13. So the solicit says, as the saying goes, when it rains supervillains, it pours supervillains. But even as XL hunts Radiant Black for the ultimate recharge, Marshall's got bigger things to worry about, like repairing his reputation. And the old friend who just showed up in town. And who's got his dog? So Radiant Black Year 2 begins here. We've got a gorgeous uh, cover A here by Stefano Simeone. It's just amazing. It really gives me a Chronicle vibe if you've ever seen that uh, movie Chronicle. It just reminds me very much of the movie poster. This is the cover A? Yeah. It, I get like like the 8-bit kind of one the, or 32-bit, like the video game kind of looking one. No, I'm talking about just the normal, like, colored, weird. Oh, I'm an idiot. I saw Marcel Costa A, and it's I assumed it was, like, cover A. But, yeah, no, that's cover B I'm looking at. Uh, cover A, yeah, no, it does give me Chronicle vibes. Chronicle is a really good movie if no one watched it. I think they're making a sequel to that, which uh, probably won't uh, be good. Sweet. But yeah. I, I I hope it's good, but it's that's like lightning in a bottle. Like, we were talking off air about, like, The Matrix, like, leave, leave some things be. But, yeah, no, beautiful cover as always. I mean, I'm waiting for the day that we get a bad Radiant Black cover, but... I don't think that's going to come because these artists are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Second cover, cover B, is I feel like something we've all asked for before where we've got to get like a radiant, you know, every, everyone wants these covers with whatever they like because they usually come out so well. And I can't say any different here. This is an awesome cover B by uh, Diego Sanchez. And what do you guys think? A lot of people are going to be, they're going to want this one, eh? <laughs> yeah. cool. I definitely want it. I, it that's one of my favorite covers so far. Yeah. So and, cool. yeah. yeah. And then you just got that whole Street Fighter vibe on on the thing. Or, you know, what, whatever you like. Street Fighter. Marvel vs. Capcom yeah, kind of vibes. Yeah, definitely yeah, exactly. Capcom vibes. Yeah, exactly. There's definitely some Capcom there. And then the cover C by the 125 variant by Tom Whalen. That's a gorgeous cover. It, at first, I looked at it from far away, and I thought it was Jeff DeCobbs because it has those colors that he loves to use. But... Uh, like closer look, I see Tom Whalen's signature, and yeah, definitely one of the one of the variants I'm gonna be really going after. I think yeah, th- just this issue is gonna be a big issue because it, it seems like 11 and 12 we're slowing down the momentum a little bit because we just came came out of existence. We're trying to catch our breath and deal with the day to day stuff so far. Uh, but this looks like. You know, just based on the cover, shit's kind of getting cosmic again. So I'm very excited. It's for the this. it's the first issue of year two as well. So hopefully we yep. start with a bang. Yep. Yeah. And we, you know, we just got that announcement, the Discord. So if you're not in the Discord, so we we, we were told to keep it in the Discord. But uh, all I'm going to say is Kyle just dropped an awesome year two poster in the Discord. And you should get in to come see how awesome it is because he told us we should stay in there for now. A lot of juicy reveals in the Discord. 
You revealed yep. that it's a poster. Oh my god, that's the worst thing you could do. Now all our access <laughs> is gone. We're gonna do the the boxes will be gone in the night. No, but yeah, if you're not in the Discord, like if you're if you're listening to this podcast, like there's no reason not to be in the Discord because you get stuff revealed a few days before it does, and it's always amazing. Basoodle and Higgins are dropping bombs left and right, and it's always amazing stuff. If you're getting who knows what it could be a cover, a poster, or a tease at some other stuff. So it's the place to be to talk radiant black for sure. Yeah, and um I, I don't know if anyone's noticed yet, but in the solicits for March 2022 of Image Comics, we've got some big surprises. And amongst them is that we have a 30 uh, Astro City is doing a celebration and they're doing a reboot. So they did a bunch of crossover covers uh, with different uh, titles, including one with uh, Radiant Black. So there's no they're, they're not actually crossing over the content or anything. It's just a tribute cover. It's still super cool. And I know I'm going to be grabbing one with uh, al simmons there right the spawn one no no it's the astro city one yeah but isn't spawn on the cover with him or am i thinking it's not spawn no no it's not spawn it's not, it's not spawn jesus yeah. what do if i it know was, if it was spawn we'd be going bananas right now <laughs> yeah. well then we'll just go nothing yeah <laughs> no no it's probably yeah. cool I, the cover looks nice i did see it, it even if spawn's not on it i don't know i got spawn yeah on I, i've never read astro city personally but i'm gonna grab one just because i think it's cool yeah, I mean, I'll check it out. You put Radiant Black, it's like a stray dog. So if you put a stray dog or Radiant Black on it, I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, buying Vampirella. Uh, like we, we just had Christmas, you know, festive holiday seasons. And I think one thing that was extra festive and extra awesome was the uh, artwork, I think, done by Trish and Tony Fleece. Uh, Trish Forsen and Tony Fleece, which they shared. Those are the creative team behind Stray Dogs. And it was this cool artwork with all the stray dogs and then some dolls and there was an invincible doll and a radiant black doll in the background and everything nice. it was just super cool yeah so if you haven't checked that out go to their page uh, tony fleece you know the writer of stray dogs check it out it's, it's pretty sweet just made my day so hell yeah and uh yeah i think that's it for reading black number 13 now we'll get into some speculation as to who xl is and all that stuff once we do the deep dive into issue number 11 and as for the news i think the last thing we have here is that it seems that uh, Radiant Black 11 is brought back the return of Doppler and we're getting the return of Shift soon. So more on that in a second. Anyone else got anything to say before we dive into this issue? Uh, the series is available in Italy now, which is cool. There's been a lot of uh, great Italian artists that have contributed to the series, so I'm pretty sure that they probably influenced this decision, and it's great. It's always nice when you get to share your great series with more of the world, so that's fantastic that uh, Italian speakers get to enjoy Rainy Black. Yeah, and I hear they're printing it in French, too, so Quebecers can <laughs> hold on oh, to Rainy Black's gone international. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Both in the in the in the comic and in real life. So. Maybe we'll we'll find an alien language and print it in that too. They should just print the issues in the radiant text too, just so <laughs> no, just just so Mara like has like a lot more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like Klingon so, here, yeah, let's get it going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. basically the reader's guide to learning radiant. Anyway, <laughs> radiant black number eleven, titled Awake. Um, cover A by Dylan Burnett. We got. Color, they've got a different colorist this issue with Mattia Lacuno doing the cover, uh, the coloring. Got Marcelo Costa on the artwork and Kyle Higgins writing with Joe Clark. And uh, letters by Becca Carey and Michael Basuto editing and designing. So we start and right away. We're teleported back into Marshall apartment. And, you know, from the reader's perspe- perception or perspective, it looks like, you know, he just he, he's just like we're recovering from the last issue. He just came back right after rescuing Nathan. But. We realize that's not the case because right as he runs outside, you know, it's raining. He's just running 
all the way to the hospital as you know any normal human being would do after the whole situation of uh, existence in the last issue and that pizza the, should be looking rank it's been six weeks let's not let's cut to the chase <laughs> that pizza should be looking worse and marshall is a knife and fork pizza guy what how do you guys eat pizza knife and fork or the, uh, the real way that's a little disappointing i don't think he seems like a knife and fork pizza uh, guy especially I, I, if we I mean, know he smokes weed and if you're hungry you got the munchies are you getting the knife and fork for the pizza i think not not that i know anything about that anyways uh, <laughs> no no i'm just saying no this this was cool the way they did this where we're immediately getting back to it and we have what we assume are bath bombs on the front step. I like how they built this up. They might have uh, missed not showing rotten pizza on the desk, and we don't want to see rotten pizza on the table. But having all the uh, mail out there, you know that unless he made like a massive friggin' order of bath bombs, that uh, something's not right. Yeah, and as he's running to the hospital, you know, he's already looking for for Nathan, but he realizes that, you know, there's no one there because it seems like almost the hospital staff recognize him in some way because he's been around so much prior to, you know, the whole existence thing. But he realizes that Nathan's no longer in the emergency room. Instead, he's in the uh, physiotherapy room and he's working with the physiotherapist and, you know, he's on his road to recovery. Yeah, he's on the road to recovery and... You know, it's I th- I think the way that Nathan acts. I mean, we're gonna do full spoilers for this issue throughout, but uh, it's interesting on a second read, like looking at Nathan's behavior, because we know the Radiant was speaking to him. I don't know if that's the first time, but he's back and he's kind of different, right? I mean, obviously he had a he had a it wasn't even a near death experience. It pretty much was like a death death experience. I don't know if they called the time of death, but you know he was a goner. He was as close to death as you can get. And now he's just kind of like, oh hey, like hey look who it is. Like you think you'd be more shocked to see your friend after six weeks, and it's the first time you've seen each other since you went on like the trippiest experience of your life, right? It's been a while too. It's been like almost a year at least for Marshall. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's been like what they say six months or six weeks. Since... I thought it was yeah, six just six. Oh well, no, six weeks. weeks. I'm saying like since Nathan was actually Nathan woke up alive. Yeah, before yeah, the, yeah. Before the coma, I don't know. Nathan, he's he 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 felt a little yeah. weird this episode. I couldn't tell if if it was just a little awkward between them because they haven't actually met or seen each other in a while or if something else is going on. He, he felt more normal toward the end, but also I guess there is, I was going to mention this later on, there is, I think, maybe a jealousy factor, right? Where maybe Marshall yeah. was a little jealous of Nathan and now Nathan is like, you know, he's he's messed up now from this. And when he was the writer and had no hope or whatever, this the Radiant really pumped him up and gave him what he needed to to really get that, you know, that uh, pep in his step. And now he doesn't have that. His best friend has that. So there's definitely, uh, this friendship is really interesting how they're both kind of going to probably be butting heads about this this power this power struggle yeah i guess it's kind of weird too because he saved his life right like he's kind of jealous mm. of the person who saved his life it's um it's gonna be an interesting interesting dynamic to go through mm. yeah i think part of it like that will make him more nuanced i guess is that nathan made his own choices so it's not like uh i feel like part of making his own choices we had that one introspective scene in like radium black number four when the building is about to crash or when they go back to him in existence with the robot and he's just like, you know, you know, your connection is permanent, blah, blah, blah. Are you sure you want to do this? And he yeah. just has that like reluctant look on his face. So I feel like in a lot of ways, Nathan knew what he was doing when he made his choices. And part of making those choices was dying or, you know, getting really close to dying and losing the radiant because the other, like the alternative and we'll come, I guess we'll soon come to see how these things play out would be like what to for him to have kept the radiant, it would have ended up with someone else. Do you know what I mean? Irresponsibly, or maybe someone would have come looking for it. Maybe zero zero one would have claimed it from Nathan's body or something like that. So, in the long yeah. run, what you know what happened happened, and I think 
sooner or later they'll come to realize that it was for the best. And the last time they talked, they. Like, sorry, I was just gonna say we maybe we get a what if uh, what if issue. We see what if uh, Nathan <laughs> yeah. kept the radiance. Tales from existence yeah. or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably like old man Nathan from the dreams. Like that's what if that's the that's Ooh. the scenario. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot oh, about that too. Worth breathing and stuff like that because he knows. But oh shit, I'm gonna have to reread that issue again, knowing what we know now. That's oh, that's they're thinking ahead so much. Like they really did plan this. So, but yeah, and also, I mean, the last conversation these guys had was that massive discussion they had in existence about like i you know i hate you or whatever i'm like i'm jealous of you and all that kind of stuff and then they're kind of cool at the end but that is a big revelation and so like when nathan has that look it's like hey look who it is like it's kind of like you know best friend greeting but also like we've been through it like you know like they survive a festival or something like it's 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 a uh, it's really cool there's there's just so much there's just so much that's gone on in these like first 11 issues and stuff like that so many layers it's really good yeah, we see that you know he's still struggling with the you know recovery, and they have a little they have a conversation you know asking where he's been, and that's when he lets Marshall know he woke up six weeks ago. So existence apparently came with a cost, and part of that cost was just like uh, six weeks. <laughs> yeah, and then we get the uh, the headlines, which are really cool. I, I love the the schools blame TikTok's lava challenge on or whatever. Like, oh, you can only imagine. There's these you know there's there's been stupid challenges forever. I mean, in, even just on YouTube or wherever, but I got to love it. You can totally see a lava challenge or whatever. Who knows what that entails? And also we get teases of Doppler where we see uh, the Doppler mask. And the Doppler mask is really cool. It reminds me of uh, of Bloodsport's mask with like the mouth or whatever. Not quite the same. It's a really cool idea to have the audio wave be the mouth. Definitely Daft Punk-ish. Yeah. And just to give ourselves some credit, guys, we've been calling out so many of the cool things in the previous episodes a lot of people are just like making connections or finally realizing if you haven't been following the brain and black podcast definitely consider following tell your friends tell everyone you know it's time for us to grow a little bit so let everyone know we're out here you know talking about it discussing and if anyone ever wants to come onto the podcast you can just reach us you know on discord everyone knows it was just me and matt bash or matt or i think we're on the discord and if you need to uh, email us the email, you can tell us, you know, we want, we, we're always welcome to having guests on the show and everything. We don't have any requirements or anything. You just let us know and we'll make it happen. So, yeah. I was pissed. Like, like, after we went off the air last week, I said, you guys, I feel like Henry Kissinger is going to die next issue. And it happened here. And I wish I said it on the podcast. Damn. No. I'm just kidding. But yeah, keep, keep there's an odd amount of, yeah, there's an odd amount like, of focus <laughs> on Henry Kissinger here, which is, I noticed that right away. But most the the thing is we, we we announced when we saw Doppler in issue number nine we we were talking about at least I was I remember bringing it up how significant Radiant Black number nine is because it has the first appearance of three villains we got that robot uh that wasn't named and we got that shift character Shifts. who looks kind of like Genji and then we got Doppler and I was saying you know Kyle Higgins not going to give the name of one of the one of his characters from. Um, Cow? from from Cowl, yeah to, to this to this universe if he's not gonna use that character again and again because mm. like it's clearly a character he cares about so and if they're making reference to the other thing it's trust me like it's you know so yeah get, get on top also, of Doppler yeah and before the year ends and we're feeling 22 um there's been two Taylor Swift references in this comic I just realized this the uh, first of two there which is pretty interesting uh <laughs> I, I know a girl is obsessed with Taylor Swift, so like I've been hearing a, a fair amount of it, and uh, that's all I'll say about that. It's it's nice. Taylor Swift makes make some good music, although 
you know, if you break up with her 10 years later, you're going to get like an extended version. There's really no avoiding like the breakup song, but then you get like the director's cut 10 years later. Like poor Jake Gyllenhaal, at least he gets to be an oblivion song to escape it. But Jesus, anyways, I digress. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're back to ch- chatting a little bit and we get, you know, Marshall and Nathan catching up and uh, Nathan asks, I mean, Marshall, yeah, Nathan asks Marshall if he talked to the robot and then he lets him know there's so much they got to catch up on, but uh you know, he just, it's funny, he says, red's maybe not as awful as we thought, pink is cool, yellow sucks. <laughs> or yellow. Yeah. Like, but th- pink, like, red kind of killed, like, almost killed Nathan, but yellow's the one that sucks. I <laughs> get, I get red, I get the sentiment towards reading red, but yellow's just trying to, like, keep everything together. Yeah. Yeah. Marshall's gonna be yellow with the next generation of Radiance, because, like, he's gonna get older, too, and realize that, you know, I'm already getting to the point where, like, I got no time for this shit, so, like, you know. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. watch out there, Marshall. Yeah, and we see, like, the first instance of awkwardness, I guess, between the two friends, where it seems like Nathan's not really in the mood. He just doesn't know that he's happy for him, but he's tired, so he's gonna go back to resting, and that's where we see the Burnettes again, and I'm glad we get to see them again, because they're great characters, and you know, they're very surprised to see Marshall. It's almost the complete opposite reaction of uh, we, that we see when we when we see them first coming into Marshall a few issues ago. And he's always with uh, Nathan at the bed here. They seem almost shocked that he's back. So clearly a lot of people have been impacted by Marshall's absence. And we're going to see that F being felt more as we continue throughout the issue. They might think he's a drug addict at this point after they, if they heard about what he left at the video store, the pills and the beer there. So you never know. They might be like, get out of here. He might be like might be like uh, Luann Van Houten there kicking him out. Bart, poor Bart Simpson at this point. But I, I, when I read this the second time, I was like, oh, my God, almost as good as having Nathan back is more Papa Burnett wisdom, which is going to be great. And we get to see the family. So it, it's 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 great. It's great. I wonder if anybody called the cops or filed a missing persons report. Six weeks is a long time. That's a good well, point. I wonder if the cops actually care. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do hate him. You're uh, right. They Officer like Peters him. or whatever the other two are probably like, no, we hate that guy. <laughs> and that radiant black guy's been gone too. Oh, fantastic all around. Yeah. So, yeah, we get to the next page and we see a, a change of scene. There's a teacher grading papers. And unfortunately, the top one's an F. So, you know, make sure you do good in class, everyone. And, uh, you know, they're flipping. She, she just makes a mess out of the papers. It seems like there's something wrong with her hands. Or no, someone tapped on the window and startled her. So yeah. if there's something wrong with her hands, that's for later. Um, it seems her her name is Dr. Well, her hand's already shaking, right? So she doesn't even yeah. have a good grip. So it's the combination of the two. So you're partially right there. It's like you're yeah. startled and you're stressed and you got to go rob a bank later and you've got to give this guy an F. Jesus. Anyways, keep going. So her name is... Sonia Ronya or Anya, Anya Ronya, yeah, Anya Ronya, which is an interesting name, and not yet a doctor, unfortunately, but a professor and adjunct lecturer, according to her. But uh, yeah, we just see the typical, you know, if you're if you've been in college or if you are in college, you could totally relate to this. But um, just the student asking about their midterm grade, and you know, it just seems like we this is all just to show us who she is we see that she's a teacher she plays the cello she has some to. sort of uh yeah she used to play the cello i'm not one to speculate of... on people's health conditions but this could possibly be i don't know if it's ms or not we know that kyle's been doing great stuff bringing awareness to ms and dark hawk and stuff like that and he's definitely probably learned a lot so i think that's on the table but maybe not but either way she's got a condition here that uh, seems to be robbing her of one of her great joys playing the cello yeah so we'll see that uh, we see that we're we're back at the shop where uh, real world where things are getting real. 
Who, yeah. Did you read the the sign? Yeah. Yeah, the Doctor Strange love the world. Yeah. Yeah. Learn to love the bath bombs. Oh, she got stuck with all the inventory for six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor uh, Marshall just kind of burdening everybody with his absence, which is, you know, I feel like, unfortunately, though he makes some bad decisions sometimes, he, re, of recent, he just can't catch a break. So we see that extending here. The Circle Guy News guys got screwed over as well. Those poor guys there made a deal with Ray and Black, and they're probably like, where is that asshole? They're probably like, they're probably pissed off him again. It's probably right back to square one. With the Where's my access? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we see that, you know, he's also on a short leash with his, uh, with his co-worker or his boss, which it turns out she lets him go and obviously, he killed himself yeah they just we see that there's a lot of concern again with everybody who's around who's close to marshall around you know involved in his life and we see marshall just react in typical marshall fashion where you know just fine i don't need this bullshit you'll run this place into the ground without me um you know obviously he's already run it under a bunch of bath bombs but apparently that's irrelevant yeah. and we get our favorite little appearance from Radiant Pink and Eva just wants to know if Radiant Black is available for some help around the neighborhood. Yeah, Kramer wishes he could pull off a pop-in like this and we're going to go get some gyros. And uh, I, I love I love old man Marshall not understanding stuff. Like, uh, you know, when they... I didn't get it the first time we read it, but when he says, like, oh, we could do an exclusive fight for my Patreon, he's like, I don't even like tequila. It's like, wait, it's Patron tequila? <laughs> yeah, and Patron, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he misses it again when she says she wants subs and he says this place does gyros. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's great. It's great. So, yeah, it's cool that I really like the way that they incorporate the streaming into this where, I mean, it's basically like you thought Hawkeye was doing LARPing pretty cool. This is the real deal right here over LARPing. And uh, I mean, this, is this it must be like what Megan and Kyle's conversation in real life basically is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like before every radio or before every, uh, what do you call it, radiant radio? Is that what it's called? Yeah, 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 radio, yeah, yeah. yeah. We do radiant roster. That's Yeah, I'm yeah. Doing. I just yeah. imagine before every radiant radio, it's just Megan's just like, you know, like this, this, that, and he subs, and he, he's just like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Kyle's probably hip, man. He knows what's up. Oh, he does. But, uh, um, yeah, what, just uh, very good writing here because it's very, I guess, relatable. You know, I see a lot of, you know, especially as I'm starting to get a little bit older, I guess, where I'm not super in tune with what the kids are saying these days because I just I can't care anymore. Uh, but I can totally see this disconnect sort of. And I think it's hilarious. And it's kind of like <laughs> Peter Parker making money selling photos of Spider-Man, right? Where you're using your ability in a way that's, you know, it's not yeah. I mean, it's not taking all, advantage, right? All of OnlyFans owes them their whole existence to Peter Parker because he created OnlyFans before there was OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, like that's the Jesus. thing. Yes, Peter Parker. Don't sully Peter the, with that. He's the OG fans. That's what he is. He's the number one. He created the... He's been taking pictures of himself before anybody did a selfie. I'll tell you that much. Speaking of which, I got links to plug later on. Speaking of OnlyFans, anyways, I'll I'll leave that to you. Just kidding. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, no, I I love their interaction. Eva's really cool. It's cool to see her with the hair down too. She looks cute with that going on, and it's it's really cool the idea of a streamer she can go anywhere so really she can get the best footage of anybody really she doesn't need a GoPro. Well, I mean, she can use a GoPro. She doesn't need a drone because you can make anything happen. And, like, I don't know, could she, like, teleport someone to, like, the, the center of the Earth, really, if she wanted to? Like, she could really, you know, make Dr. Seismic's dreams come true here. I guess we'll see. And that's yeah. the thing is that, you know, one thing I see a lot of the community and, you know, 
we want to give a special thank you to the community because you know we're all here because of the community the discord community just the reading black community in general the twitter community of reading black everywhere the reading black community is amazing and uh you know we love you guys and we hopefully continue. wouldn't change a thing about this community anyways keep yeah going. we continue <laughs> talking about uh, reading black always and you know learning together and everything nobody here everyone here is super friendly and welcome and one thing i just wanted to say is that everybody's been so excited about everything that's coming out with it super massive radium right everything and if you guys you know if everyone really loves this stuff just remember that our support is what's going to get it further so the longer that you want Radiant Black to go on. So keep supporting it, you know, get people interested in it. Tell them about the comic. Tell them about the podcast. Thinking about buying about insulin, insulin yeah. this week? No, buy like 10 more issues of Super <laughs> Massive. No, I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. But, so uh, I, I've just seen like shout out to some people and I, I don't remember their names. I think maybe Septic Nave was one of them or I'm hmm. not 100% sure. But I've seen some people in the Discord who bought like five or 10 copies of the trade paperback and they've been giving them out as Christmas presents or you know, things like that. That's a great way to get your friends into it. Um, obviously, we, we were doing it on a much smaller scale. We're trying to do giveaways with all these things. We have, you know, single issues lined up. We have the trade pep rack, which we're going to announce the winner for at the end of this episode. So just remember, that if you love Radiant Black, continue to support it. Continue to tell people about it. And that's how we get cool things like Radiant Red. And maybe even one day, who knows, we'll get a Radiant Pink miniseries because it's all possible, right? We, we talk about how this series in its original solicitation, it, it talks about how it's in somewhat influenced by or somewhat similar to Invincible. In, uh, and Megan's in, got a following and she's got a taste, right? So I assume she'd yeah. be involved heavily, right? Because she's already done the Unleashed and now she's writing this issue. She's co-writing issue 12. So, I mean, now she's got the she's got the hunger. So Well, yeah, and, and we have the... Um, we have the, you know, Invincible Universe. We had a lot of spinoffs where we developed that universe more and here it seems like we're taking a similar approach with every five issues being a story arc and the sixth issue being a focus on a new character and then it seems like as the as the series and the intellectual property grew or, organically we're expanding to other mini series like radiant red so just all i'm saying is continue to support this title if you love it continue to um you know spread the word continue to do just involved with the community and i and we'll see more and more growth hopefully and rainy black is going to get bigger just today when kyle announced the year two when he showed the year two poster in the discord he was talking about you know you can't just wait until year three look at we, we, we look at what we've got planned for then and that just shows you that he's already thinking about year three like that's that just shows you that the projections are good there's yeah there's big plans series, and yeah. things are going on and if this was the series that was going to be tied up or like issue 25 you know, you would get closure soon, but this is clearly something that is here to stay. So let's keep on supporting it so it lasts longer and longer until Cal's done telling his story. Yeah, all this talk is super massive in the earlier crossover cover. I mean, it would be cool if we got like another. We already had, we had Savage Dragon. It would be cool if we saw someone else show up because I know Spawn's got his own universe going on. Things are popping off. It would be cool even if we saw like Space Racer, just like a hint of another <laughs> you know image character, or, like you know a, a, just one ice cream truck driving by, and you have like one green-eyed motherfucker in there. I would be hyped but yeah either way it would be cool but either way it's already a, a super massive crossover and i'm really interested in rogue sun as well as inferno Girl red yeah so check out radiant black if you haven't already although i, I hope you have because then we spoiled a bunch 
but um, <laughs> if you if you're looking forward to more, just know that you know like year two is looking to be awesome because based on just this issue alone, we're getting we're finally getting a, we're developing the Rose Gallery, and here a, a, after we see the whole cute interaction between Marshall and Eva, we get to a new page where Kyle, the Epic. king of dropping new characters without naming them <laughs> because because when they're not named until they're named, so. We don't get any names yet, but we see the it's same the epic guys. Friend boys. Yeah, we see the the Fallout boys from uh, hijacking the the radiant tech from what we assume is the ship Those of zero zero one. Yep. Yeah. And so they're they they have this warehouse here. They they've got this tech. They're they're clearly torching the place. They're getting rid of certain evidence, or you know, or they're tampering with improving certain tech because they're saying the mannequin shouldn't catch on fire. So clearly they're doing tests with the technology they found doing illegal shit with it and these guys and, are streaming uh, what they're doing they're recording and broadcasting their findings so it's kind of like a duality like pink is like the good character kind of doing her streaming and but doing good or at least trying to and these guys are up to shady stuff and technically they are doing a bit of good where they're at least uh helping poor uh ranya here or i forget her name are, with, are uh, helping, i don't are know they, if it's helping it's like a drug i mean they are making her evil but if they, they have access it's like they're kind of using her but i mean I think, she is getting I think she's a, i think she's a test rabbit like, you know what I'm saying? A guinea pig, for sure. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, not yeah. from the goodness of their hearts. Yeah, like, they're 100% just testing the tech on her and stuff to see the side effects. They're doing, like, 5% good. At least yeah. it gave us that cool panel on number two, where it's, or the next page, where it's, like, the a mandala almost. It's, it's really cool looking. I love that. It's my favorite panel. Yeah, so we get Anya here, and, you know, it, it's clearly it's clear that the Doppler is associated with these sketchy people. And it makes sense, right? Because the, the tech is futuristic, kind of does look radiant-ish, and... We see that it is associated with Glitch Guy, and the the cello the cello uh, uh, bag actually the cello case sorry actually had the Doppler costume inside. So yeah, the next page we get that really cool Zen uh, image of her just kind of meditating. Speaking of Zenyatta, it looks like it's some kind. Of, yeah, Zenyatta. It looks like it's uh, some kind of therapy. She says in a couple panels later, it's focused yeah. ultra, uh, ultrasound therapy. Yeah, so her insurance stopped covering it. So recover. She's, yeah. yeah, so the, the tech is almost like therapeutic in a way for her, so she could play her devices and, you know, it, and it's interesting because you see that the guys haven't really considered it for that purpose. That's what she's explaining, because you only saw a weapon. They see results. They, they, yeah, they don't care how it works. You, know? you can modulate sound and transmute it into other energies. You have to treat it like an instrument. So she said, they say, lucky we found a musician to rent. So this is saying focused ultrasound therapy was the only thing that helped. And now they're adding it to her tab. So it's clear that she's already in debt with these people and that she showed up here out of desperation to get some sort of quick fix. Although this doesn't seem like a very good uh, idea in hindsight because we see that Radiant Pink and Radiant Black are on the lookout. And of course, the Twitch community is great because I'm assuming this is Twitch or some sort of. You know, the online community is always great because you ask for someone to find something and they're out there like <laughs> Sherlock Holmes looking under every sofa. And of course, we get a sighting of Doppler, which um, Eva, you know, requests. So they see Doppler and they, they get to where they've seen her last and we, that's where shit starts to go down. But before that, we get the debut in the chat of the legendary, the Possum Watcher. Surely this issue will be going for <laughs> thousands on eBay after this. This is not a joke. Um, uh, well, this is, you know, it's not a drill. Also, the second Taylor Swift reference. And one person's name is just P. 
piss with like multiple eyes unless it's pies but i read it as like i'm not gonna say the full thing but it looks like <laughs> it made me laugh it looks like you just like piss <laughs> which made me laugh because i'm i'm five in my, my head but no this is great they kyle really does a good job of showing this chat and what it's actually like saying stuff like go to canada where it's like you see any concert post like their tour dates and stuff like that you'll see like oh come to europe or go to canada go to whatever like it's it's really accurate it does a really good job of that yeah, no, uh, I didn't catch the piss thing, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, you don't want to. Hey, you know. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I thought it was it was really weird. I found here how when um, Eva said she's muted and she goes, "Dude, what? I heard you. Your friend woke up, or whatever." It's like you just heard about this. Like, did someone say it in the chat, or did you like you could have talked about this while eating gyros? But I, I, just thought, I thought it was a little weird. It, she might have known for a while, too, since it's been six weeks. And, again, you don't yeah. always remember stuff. Like, a lot – yeah, you're right. A lot has happened, and then you're like, oh, and by the way, oh, dude, by the way, I forgot. You know, so it yeah. could just be like that. Sometimes that's how conversations happen where you remember stuff out of the blue and you have to mute your GoPro chat as you hunt down sound wave villains. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so Eva lets him know that, sorry, RB, the mob has spoken. We're going for the cheese. So that's their cue that they're, you know, they're after the uh, Doppler. And we see a little bit of teleport action. They're teleporting in town to town. Possum Wander, again, the MVP. I'm pretty sure it's just Michael. Because that's his Twitter handle in the Rain Black Universe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, um, there'd be more jokes than that if it was, but no. It's true. And he lets them know that it's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I think that's Wisconsin. So they, they yeah. teleport there really fast and... They see some someone getting in, you know, just stuffing bags into their car. And, you know, they're just like, what are you? No, no, no. Doppler finally reacts. And it's another oh shit moment here. The possum watcher was right. That's my second favorite line in the entire uh, <laughs> issue because there's a better line, which I'll bring up later. So it's, uh, you know, fun, you know, Brady Black lets me know it's funny how we keep meeting this way. And we get some awesome, gorgeous pages of artwork by Marcelo Costa with the coloring, especially on point this issue by uh, Mattia uh, Lacuno, Lacono, so as a Lachono, I'm sorry, I, I'm not 100% sure, but fantastic uh, artwork by Mattia. And yeah, just we, we see the Doppler has an accident because she blows up a building with some old folks in there, but I don't think she quite meant to do that because she's just reacting in a way of like, oh shit. But we get some really gorgeous pages, gorgeous panel work by uh, Costa and Matteo, and we see some teleporting going on. You know, just the team getting their getting their groove on, uh, raiding pink with the clutch, alleyooping people onto <laughs> onto surfaces to make sure they land yeah. okay. The cake is alive, but these portals are no joke. Is they just save people's asses? I love landing on the awning with the onomatopoeia, just going plop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a great issue, and we we see that um, they go back to the car, and you know she's asking Rainy Black, how do you know it's his it's her car, or he's asking Eva, how do you know it's her car? And she's like, do you does this look like the kind of car you'd steal? So I like how Eva's like on her toes, always quick. She has good, good detective in, work. Yeah, good detective work. Whereas Marshall's just always kind of like. You know, whatever. <laughs> and Marge goes, this looks like the kind of car you'd steal. Marge goes, yes. Because, like, you don't want to steal a Ferrari. You steal a nondescript kind of vehicle. Like, guys, come on. I mean, that's carjacking 101. No. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah, we see that he finally gets a hold of – this is a big oh shit moment for Doppler because not only did they find out her name, Anya Ranya, with the two silent J's, of course. Thank you, Kyle. Because I know, I, know, I, know I know he knew we were all wondering. Anyway, um it looks like she's a musician, a musician, sorry, and she has a SoundCloud. And then that's where they catch the video 
of who we think is Excel, but we could be wrong. Wait, and are they Silent Jays or are they like or or Silent Bobs? No, are they are they Silent? <laughs> are, okay, are they they could are they? I don't think they're like I sounds or whatever or Y sounds. So it could be Ana Rana instead of Anya Rania. The jury's still out. I'm, I'm as confused yeah. as ever. But anyways, continue. Yeah, it could be either either way. And uh, so yeah, Anya, she's she's uh, basically in deep shit right now because not only should she lead the superheroes to them. But she somehow supercharged the stuff. So um, uh, it, it, we realized that it's not so much her, the supercharging, but it's also the radiance being around them that's leading to certain things happening. So uh, not we only... We learned the duo's name. Yeah, Epic Front. Yeah. yeah the, the two guys, the, the ones that gave Doppler her gear, their like, Epic Front. YouTube yeah. channel name or whatever it is, Epic Front, yeah. Yeah, okay, Epic Front. Oh, yeah, there it is, Epic Front. Got of course, they've got, they've got their phallic rocket in the background, yeah. And we so, avoided uh, an epic fail right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and um, so it seems like maybe maybe shift is amongst these guys because maybe they're all part of the same crew since they all have the same tech. Or at least we know that most people might have gotten their tech from these guys. The point is, um, Radiant Black and Radiant Pink are on the scene and they start to say that buy some time to grab big guns and that's where doppler thought was like i was the big gun but we get these really awesome pages i just love the whole like physics interplay with this uh comic book series how you know the other issues we're getting you know we're messing with the boundaries of like panels and gravity and everything and then in this one we're doing the same thing but in a sound distortion kind of effect so really well done awesome lettering by becca carey with the you know showing how the sound is affecting the the or showing how the the panels are, you know, highlighting the sound through the lettering. It's fantastic. Uh, RIP, just... they're hearing. They're probably deaf now. Like, yeah, it? exactly. Even I love that. Like, Jesus, that hurts my ears. Marco, what? <laughs> like, like, you got to do that. The classic, the tried yeah. and true what. But yeah, it, it's it's really good. Just like every character in The Walking Dead, they're they're deaf now. <laughs> yeah, I love how he just hurls like a trash can at Doppler, like just to take out the trash. You know. <laughs> oh. So yeah. uh, yeah, you know, Jesus, that hurts my ears. We see that they're in deep shit, but at the same time, Doppler did her part of buying them time. They, they ram through the, the building, the warehouse with this big truck, and they're just trying to run through the two characters. But, you know, they just leave uh, they leave Doppler behind. And then she just says, I just wanted to play again. And then he says, play nice. And he just whacks her. A little bit harsh from uh, Marshall, but he's got to lay down the law. So uh, here's the most interesting thing we get. Instead of, you know, taking them to jail again, he just lets... Doppler go and he says consider it a warning wasn't that this was pretty interesting to me we well, can see she's you know I think Marshall's dealt with people like Ray and Red who you know are doing shady things stealing from banks you know and he knows like maybe they're not all bad like he's literally had a very similar situation and these guys are going to kill and Doppler you can see like wasn't shooting at the house and now they, they know that they supercharged her powers or they can see that there's definitely an effect there with her tech being like uh, glitch guy so he knows he knows that it's like well this person doesn't seem malicious yeah and it's interesting because you know even she doesn't even react to this she kind of at least like there's no physical reaction from her she's not trying to fight anymore she just kind of takes their advice and leaves but by the look of you know the cover for number 13 which we saw it looks like she's going to be back or at least Something else we might have seen. It looks like she might be back on the bad guy's side soon enough. So hopefully Anya learns from her mistake. I'm not holding my breath, though. And, uh, you know, 
we got Eva a little bit questioning his decision while also seeing the merits of what he did, saying like, you know, I mean, I hope this was the right thing to do, but I, I know people deserve a second chance, but still, and you know, Marshall just lets her know that it feels right for him. So and more and more, uh, I love this line. He goes, like, right feels hard to find. Like, it's true. Like, you don't always know where what's right and stuff like that. Or, you know, there's so many shades of gray, especially in modern storytelling. So it's like this, it feels right, you know. And yeah. And we, we, we ran over one of my favorite lines earlier where as one of the old ladies were falling out of the building, the Doppler shut out of a uh, shot blew up. You know, she asks the Rainy Black, yeah. yeah, are you an angel? And he says, no, ma'am, I'm a yeah. millennial. So that was great writing <laughs> by uh, yeah, Kyle Higgins. Nice little, <laughs> little jab there. I love it. And uh, We yeah, get Justine, it, and she's got a new nickname. She's JJ now. Yeah, we're, we're getting to the end of this issue, she and we see that Marshall's Marshall. back. Yeah, so everyone's pretty much pissed at Marshall. Everyone just hates Marshall But right do you think now. she's pissed at Marshall, or maybe she, uh, maybe uh, Nathan was an asshole to her? Because we know the Radiant speaks to him later on. Maybe he was a dick to her. You know, we don't know. And we don't yeah. see her face. Uh, to, to reference the sure. Space Coyote Simpsons episode again, it reminds me of like when Homer is like looking for Marge's face, and he just goes around and around in a circle, and it's just her hair or whatever. Like That's what it reminded me of as I covered my mouth as I said that, and I did it again, <laughs> reenacting it. But no, it was very cool. We don't see her face, so we don't know what the reaction is. We don't see her look pissed off at Marshall. We don't know if she's – we don't know what her face, uh, her facial expression was. That, that might be a seed they come back to later because you're right. It's strange that they don't show your face, so we don't really know how she's – how she really feels, right? She's Maybe Kathy got her. to her, and she's recruiting her for her army, and they're gonna make yep. the, uh, the thunderbolts. But no, <laughs> I don't know. No, I think I think she's mad because literally in the same panel that she's walking away, we hear Nathan say, "Despite my best efforts, everybody's still mad at you for disappearing." Well, accept your oh. job. I fixed that. So, so I think I think everyone just hates Marshall right now because they think you know, like I think. Given how small the town is and what we already know about the fact that we have all those kids waiting outside of Marshall's house usually and they all know that shit about him. I think it's a small town where news gets around and I think news of Marshall being missing got around for several obvious reasons. And his butt disease is going to spread as well. Yeah, so so like for example, when they were looking for Marshall, they had to have spread the news. The Burnett's had to have, uh, you know, announced to people like, oh, like, you know, Marshall's missing. Like, can you help us find him? So... I'm assuming that most people at Lockport right now, or a lot of people at Lockport, know that Marshall was missing, and that's why so many people are pissed off at him. Those teens just... who like to shit on him as they walk by his house as he's depressed, <laughs> like they probably don't have anyone to mess, you know, to mess with. Their, yeah, their walk to school is super boring now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people have been impacted by Mark's or Nathan or Marshall's absence for uh, different reasons. So yeah, Marshall not cool. And we see that, you know, Nathan always comes in clutch and this time with the butt disease excuse. And of course, a uh, very interesting choice, but, uh, you know, a dealer's choice. So no, it's it's actually smart. It is a perfect excuse because like people are that's something that you wouldn't tell anybody about or whatever. And there you go. Boom. And this is the most you've seen them like be really like close like friends since. I mean, we only got one interaction earlier on, but you can kind of see now Nathan's kind of acting more like the Nathan we know when they have that dynamic. Yeah, and we knew we knew given the pace of this issue, like how it slowed down a little bit after the insane existence issue, we knew that it was going to end with a bang or setting up like, you know, the end of year two. And especially since the next issue is more of a focus issue, we knew that this one was going to end with a big one. So a big bang. And and it does. So we see that, you know, Marshall suggests listening to some SoundCloud page, the same one I believe Anya was working on or her page. Yeah, so, it's her page. Yeah, yeah, so he gives Anya's page to Nathan, and then as Nathan's listening to SoundCloud, we see that 
we see some rays coming out of his ears, and then we see the big robot talk to Nathan saying, hello, hello Nathan. Nathan. So as we speculated before, this is not the end of, you know, Nathan either having powers or being connected being to existence. Yeah, being connected to existence. So we might have like a, a firestorm situation here. But what I'm wondering is, will this like drive Nathan crazy? Is this some sort of, because like, we're assuming the fact that he's approaching Nathan alone, it, there is some ulterior motive, right? Otherwise, they, the robot would just talk to both of them. So well, maybe there's some we've sort of seen that cover. Yeah. We've seen that cover that was revealed, that was hidden on the flash drive, right? That had Nathan there, and he looked very sinister on the cover. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so, know if that's a spoiler, but if you're in the Discord and you're listening to the Radiant Black podcast, we're going to be talking about it. And it was revealed, and it was a really awesome thing to do to hide a future cover on the flash drive that, uh, you know. So I think that that could definitely hint at uh, things going downward for Nathan. And he's already died, so he's going down again and again, I guess. Yeah, it's interesting. Maybe death came with a cost or something. We'll see how this plays out because there's so many different ways they can do this. But I think the next few issues will reveal reveal war. (laughs) Sorry about that. And of course, I did look if this was a real song on SoundCloud because you never know with Kyle Higgins and the the, the lengths he goes to with the series. We have real bath bombs. The SoundCloud page isn't that ridiculous. I mean, we already have songs for the series, so uh, I couldn't find it. But, you know... I mean, when you go to such lengths, people are going to be looking for this stuff. And it wasn't there, but, you know, it's still super amazing. And I wouldn't be shocked if someone did make it not even uh, directly connected to the comic. Yeah, I mean, this comic has had a lot of, you know, real world connections. We had that uh, code for the bath bombs and that, that turned out to be real. So you never know. Yeah, exactly. So I guess this could be the first time that uh, existence has spoken to Nathan or whatever since he came back to life from, uh, you know, if, or during the six weeks. But you never know. It could still have an influence on his behavior and stuff like that without him knowing. And this could be the first time that he's aware of uh, existence not being done with him. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So I feel I like wonder, it, I wonder if the name of the song has anything to do with it, too, like a shiver of crow wings. You know, crows are usually associated with death. So. Yeah, I like the name. That's such Might a clever a name for a non-existent there, yeah. song. Yeah, no, that's a good point that the song, because that is what awoken it with him. And is it the sound wave? Like, I wonder if she produced the sound. Yeah. yeah, the sound waves kind of look like the ones Doppler was doing during the fight. Yeah, and maybe they don't have that effect on a regular person, but someone connected to existence. We know that Glitch Guy's te- like tech does have that effect on people connected with Radiance. So maybe it's him specifically, or this is like a new kind of sound only made from, you know, space tech. Yeah. God, this series is cool. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot happening in this series. And I feel like, for me personally, I've been focusing a lot on what to expect coming forward in in, um, Supermassive. But just keep in mind that Supermassive is the first appearance of both Inferno Girl Red and Rogue Sun. Uh, A few things to know is that Rogue Sun, we've heard that while they will exist in the same superhero verse as Radiant Black, he's not going to be... They're going to be different. You know, they're going to be going on different journeys post Supermassive. So stick around for that. It really seems like they're Brian uh, Parrott, I believe, is doing interesting things with uh, with uh, Rogue Sun. And I know I've already got my first issue on pre-order. So if you haven't gotten that, check that out. There's an awesome 150 cover with colors by Igor Monti. And a lot of people were talking about that today, talking about the 150 cover and how they can't wait to, to grab that. Remember that 
Radium Black number nine is the first appearance of Shift, Doppler, and the other third one who we haven't seen named yet, who we just saw will be the returning. Robot, right? Yep, returning in Radiant Black Year 2. So keep on the lookout for those. You guys know those are going to be awesome. Um, I really and, liked how um, Nathan or Marshall referred to uh, uh, 001 as his like, cosmic guide. And I kind of realized like like Slash or uh, Glitch Guy is basically the Boba Fett of Radiant Black. Where like he's like, kind of basically a bounty hunter from what we've seen. And I just hope we don't have to wait as long to get his backstory. So Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, it's just early. Like keep, just keep in mind a lot of people are, are very eager for a lot of things. And I'm just like be patient. We're, we're getting rewarded. Remember, Invincible took to, like, issue 19 before we got the Battle Beast and, and the rest of the people who were with Machine Head. And then we didn't even get development on those characters until another 15 issues in. So oh, these yeah. things take time. It's just awesome that we're already getting so much. Um, it's cool that we're seeing what looks like Excel. Like, uh, Excel looks to me like a Lizard League kind of thing from Invincible. But, like, these oh. characters are way more, you know, like, impressive than just, like, generic Lizard League people. But... Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the first, basically, some people were saying Sinister Six or Fearsome Five kind of thing. I'm looking to the towards yeah, that aspect of it, and I hope that these characters are around for the long term. Some of them look really cool. We already, Doppler's fucking awesome. Um, and you already care about cool. her, right? Like, Doppler's yeah. like, she's not even a villain, really. I mean, she's done shady things, but, like, it's like, damn you, Higgins, for making me care about these villains and you giving them so many dimensions. Like, now I, I can't even root against her. I mean, isn't that how Satomi started? She was a villain for a while, too. I know, we, I know. We looked at her as a villain, at least. Mm-hmm. At least once we saw her perspective, we knew. But with Anya, it seems, uh, with, yeah, with Anya, it seems like she's gotten a lot of chances to make amends, but she's you know not taking those chances. So I'm interested to see on how that plays out. With Satomi, we had Owen as the real villain, though. So like we traded yeah. a villain for the true villain. So it was a fair, fair trade. Yeah, and you know, um, one last thing, or a few things. Radiant Black just got its first, or Black Market Narrative, or Black, yeah, that's why Black Market Narrative got their first exclusive cover a couple of days ago. I think it was a week ago now, and it dropped a few copies. And someone in the Discord found out. I don't know how they. I think it was the email, right? So Kyle sent out a new edition of the newsletter saying he just did a drop of the Radiant Black number ten exclusive Black Market Narrative Black Light covers by Marcelo Costa, where he was signing them. And there were options on the website. You got signed, not signed, CGC signed. Obviously, your boy here went a little hard and got the CGC 9.8 signed. I just felt like it's the first. God damn. <laughs> it's it's a first, really nice yeah. cover, right? It's that yeah, poster. Yeah, it's a great oh, cover. It's, so it's done cool. by the creative team. Everyone knows how I feel about exclusive covers from exclusive stores. I'm not a fan. But since yeah. it was done by the actual creative team, done by the Black Market Narrative themselves, who are the creators, you know, like that's the, it's Kyle's. Uh, creative thing and he he's the one who created radiant black with marcelo so i just figured since it was from the creators it's a big deal i wanted to get one i thought it was really cool obviously the cover is awesome i already got my black light poster ordered a month ago and i just can't wait uh to get that issue and i hope everyone else got one and i know there were not many i know very uh very few people got one but i think there was only 10 at the drop yeah Another reason to join the Discord, right? Because, like, Twitter, you get notification on this stuff, but, like, people, like, hook each other up, like, hey, guys, don't forget about this link. Like, this is dropping in, like, 30 minutes. This exclusive cover is on sale and stuff like that. So, definitely, if, you, if you're if you weary of that kind of stuff and want to get get it as uh, quickly as possible, that's the place to be. 
Yeah, and a lot of people have been asking us when we're going to interview people from the from the Radiant Black team. You know, that's not a bad idea. So we'll <laughs> tell you what he told us. He told us, Kyle told us that once we get, once the once Black Market Narrative gets 1,500 followers on Twitter, that he's going to come on the podcast. So here's a few things we can do. You guys want us to get people like Kyle, uh, Marcelo, you know, Michael, whoever on the podcast and just reach out, let them know on Twitter, let us know, tag us, tag them. You know, just make some noise. You know what I'm saying? Follow the podcast. Let's grow the podcast. The more like Doppler, make some noise. Yeah, exactly. The more we grow the podcast, they're 400 uh, away right now, basically. So yeah, three, four hundred, like that. Yeah, the more we grow our podcast, the more reach we have, the more they're gonna want to, you know, work with us because we could reach a wider audience. So let's work on getting more. You know, let's get the word out there more. And finally. Uh, you know, maybe we'll reach out to Michael one of these days and ask him if he wants to be on the podcast. I know he has a lot of work and he's a busy guy, and that's why we haven't asked him yet because we would love to have Michael on because he's lovely. So maybe we'll reach out to him and see if he wants to join us for an episode where we can talk Radiant Black and venture into the gray area of what he can and can't talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. Um... Before yep. we do the draw, uh, I just went on Twitter and fucking found like a different a different category called message requests with like eight or nine people that I didn't see earlier for the draw. Okay, yeah, so just send them to me right now on the message and I'll do I'll redraw. Okay, cool. Um, I can just screen cap it. No, send send them type them out because it's like I I just copy paste it into the generator. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just, well, yeah, we'll, that, we'll cut we'll... this from the yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, um, it's been a great month for Radiant Black. We've had a lot of cool announcements. We just want to say thank you again to everybody who's been part of the community. And this is the first of many giveaways. So we, we already talked about how we have the Radiant, Radiant Black number five second print with the Invincible Conquest Homage cover. That's going to be part of our next giveaway. We're, we're at 265 on Instagram and 254 on twitter once we get to 300 on one of them we're going to do the giveaway for the radiant black number five second print and then after that once the radiant black volume two trade paperback has come out we're going to do two giveaways for that we're going to give away two of those to two different people so there are a lot of cool giveaways coming out again the only condition is because we're paying for the you know for everything we just ask that the people who enter the giveaway it's only going to be in the u.s canada just because shipping is expensive and yeah, and once again, if anybody ever wants to talk Radiant Black, reach out to us at uh, radiantblackpodcast at gmail.com or just reach out to us at uh, Radiant Black Pod on Twitter or Radiant Black Podcast on Instagram. We're very active. We're always uh, looking to talk to more people and uh, get more guests on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. And uh, while uh, we're just doing a little bit of uh, maintenance here, I, before uh, we wrap up and reveal the winner, I do want to uh, reveal that uh, I've just been posting stuff. I made the OnlyFans joke earlier, and I was going to make an OnlyFans on Christmas, and I did, but and I gave them my bank info, but you have to have a lot more followers than I do to really be verified. So I just gave them my bank info for nothing. So I've been – obviously, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not doing, like, tasteful nudes and stuff like that and boudoir pics. I'm, I'm revealing my soul. I'm writing, like, poetry and shit like that. And so if you want to uh, follow me on Instagram where I'm uh, putting some of my writing, just follow me at uh, all that I've thought, just one word, uh, no 
apostrophes or anything, all that I've thought. And if you see a picture of a douchey looking guy in a blue sweater, you're in the right place. No, but yeah, uh, it's fun stuff. I'm actually getting really into it. This Marshall stuff, uh, this panel really stuck with me. And uh, the panel where Marshall is talking about uh, how he wants to recuperate here. I'm just uh, bringing it up. Where Marshall's like, um, yeah, I don't know. She's still an old friend. It's nice to have uh, have one back. Maybe I should focus on that stuff anyways. The nice stuff, the writing and recuperating. And that's, you know, uh, Nathan and the writing of Nathan has really give, been giving me that kick in the ass as well as a couple other things in my life. And I've been... Uh, writing more so definitely uh check that out if you're interested in just uh writing and uh so it's gonna be silly and weird but also uh, maybe insightful who knows yeah and right now we're gonna do the draw for the giveaway so we're doing the randomizer a few times right now we're doing it three times so the first one boom john just now second one boom john just now and the last one being done it's randomizing Drumroll. And the winner is Aaron Fraser. So this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna. I, mean, I the, the first, the two names we got. Camilo was number two. So, and then number one was Aaron Fraser. So Aaron Fraser, you have one week to claim this giveaway. And if you, and once you do, we'll get it sent out to you, of course. And if you do not claim this giveaway in one week from tomorrow, so tomorrow's Wednesday, new comic book day, you have until next Wednesday to claim this giveaway. If you do not claim this, we're gonna give it. We're gonna give it to the next person on the list. And if that person <laughs> doesn't claim it, then we're just gonna do the whole giveaway again on the next episode. So until claim, so next Wednesday, so January. Uh, yeah. So you've got fifth? till. January, the end of January. We'll just say this: the morning of the January sixth. You've got until okay. then to claim this. Eleven fifty-nine. Yes, exactly. Eleven fifty-nine, January fifth. That's you have until then to get your giveaway claimed. If and if you do it before then, all you literally just have to send us a message telling us that you won the giveaway, and and we'll take it from there. So that's it. You know, you could reach us anywhere on Discord, which is linked in the Radiant Black podcast description. I'll include it in the episode description, or you could reach us at the uh, Rating Black Podcast uh, at Rating Black Podcast uh, on Instagram or at Rating Black Pod on Twitter or just email us at yeah. Rating Black Podcast. So, and if your name didn't get drawn, there's going to be obviously we mentioned before future giveaways, and the uh, the next one is really cool with that uh, the Conquest cover, right? The Conquest inspired yep. one, and then yep. the third one there's tw- like twice the chances to win. So, um, and because if you've if you're already following us, we want to give you guys a chance to win still too, because we want to reward people that are you know day oneers and uh, people that have popped on early. So we'll figure out a way to include you too. Yep, don't worry. Once, like I said, once the new trade paperback comes, we're gonna have two of those, so double the chances to get more people into Radiant Black. Anyway, I just want to thank everyone for joining us for today's episode. Think you got anything else you want to end with? No, I just want to say it's been a great uh, first calendar year of the Radiant Black podcast. It's been awesome, and uh, we've got an amazing uh, following and community growing there on the Discord. It's fantastic, and I want to thank everyone for being super, super chill and not uh, going against Kyler Michael's wishes when they reveal cool stuff for us because it's it's really a privilege to have that, and uh, we're not wasting it. We're just enjoying it and uh, treating the creators with respect, and it's really it's a really cool place to be to be able to interact with uh, creators and have them uh, feel like the community, so it's great and i just want to thank you guys yeah, yeah definitely it's been a great year having a lot of fun being on the podcast thanks you guys for inviting me mm. join the discords full of a lot of chill people cool access to kyle and um the rest of the creative team i'm excited for year two 
Yeah, and here's to a radiant new year. And uh, yeah, before I go, I just want to say, don't forget to watch Book of Boba Fett tomorrow. <laughs> All right. If this is edited by your, that's a quick turnaround. Jesus. Okay. <laughs>